to Mental Health Corner. I'm your host, Gina Miller, resident psychology major. Today, we'll be discussing the hot-button issue of the potential causes of autism spectrum disorder, or ASD for short. Over the years, there have been many different causes for ASD that have been proposed. Genetics, of course, vaccines, sugars, gluten, and many others. But right now, we'll focus on vaccines. We've heard repeatedly that they were the culprits for causing autism and that you shouldn't vaccinate your children unless you'd want them to start showing symptoms. But where did all of this come from? In 1998, a paper written by a gastroenterologist from Britain, um, Andrew Wakefield and his colleagues described about eight children who had begun to show signs of autism spectrum disorder about a month after receiving the MMR, which is short for measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. The problem from the beginning with this study though, was the correlation between MMR and autism. The time frame in which the children usually get the MMR vaccine, which is about one to two years old, aligns perfectly with the timeline for usual onset age for ASD. So right there, you're looking at coincidence at best. This paper was just the beginning of years worth of anti-vaxxing organizations, lawsuits, and countless studies done all over the globe into whether the claim held any validity because it scared so many people and parents. What I found fascinating, though, in my reading that I never knew was that years later, when the paper was finally retracted, it was found out that Wakefield, the head physician of the study, stood to gain money from stating that the MMR vaccine could actually cause autism in children. That's pretty evil, if you ask me. But as far as science can tell, vaccines still hold no significant evidence of causing ASD. Now let's switch gears a bit and discuss the link between gluten sensitivity and autism spectrum disorder something I hadn't even thought of until I began researching. Whereas vaccines are definitely a more controversial topic, I couldn't necessarily understand how something like gluten could be linked to a developmental or intellectual disorder. Either way, let's dive in. Apparently, gluten sensitivity and celiac disease have been studied since the 60s when looking at causes for schizophrenia, but were never necessarily proven. The topic of gluten-free diets was then again popularized several years ago as a potential intervention to lessen ASD symptoms. One study in 2013 found that the majority of their participants with autism experienced gastrointestinal problems and higher levels of immunoglobulin G antibodies to gliadin. Gliadin is the antibody that can detect celiac disease. Basically, in layman's terms, the researchers were looking to compare markers of celiac and gluten sensitivity in children with autism to healthy children, um, trying to see whether 
gluten-free diets could help out balance those antibodies. Even still, the researchers couldn't confidently state that removing gluten from a children with ASD's diet could contribute anything. In later studies, it was stated again that there wasn't enough evidence to support this intervention as there isn't really an easy way to track this. Just as ASD manifests differently in each each child, so do physical symptoms. And because a diet works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it'll work that way for everyone. The next causal topic that we'll be discussing may not be as controversial as vaccines, but it's just as interesting as gluten sensitivity, and that is genetics. Because ASD doesn't have a single cause nailed down, it's definitely possible that it's a combination of factors that contribute to the development of the disorder. But genetics seems to have made much more headway in terms of evidence. The DSM-5 even includes genetics and physiology as one of two risk factors, considering that heritability has shown such high rates in studies, 37 to above 90% to be exact. Twin studies have been done since the 1970s, and Folstein and Rutter's study of 21 same-sex twins was one of the largest of its time. The researchers looked at psychosocial, biological, and environmental factors alongside of genetic factors, and stated that genetics and heritability seem to be the most constant cause of ASD in their participants, even though some of the other factors may have contributed to the diagnosis. Even when the other twin wasn't diagnosed with autism, which is unlikely as it is, it seemed as though the majority had experienced developmental delays in language. In more recent studies, we've actually been able to identify genes that may be candidates for the explanation of autism, including FMN2, KCNQ2, and NOTCH3, just to name a few. It really is fascinating how we've gotten so much closer to understanding autism and have still so far to go. I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily feel satisfied with those causes. Autism spectrum disorder is so complex that it simply wouldn't make sense to have one specific cause. More studies will definitely need to be conducted, but for now we can settle on the fact that there are many contributing factors. Just probably not vaccinations. listening to my podcast. I hope you learned something and have an awesome day.